It's time to go under the hood with the Indy Fuel. Welcome to another edition of Under the Hood with the Indy Fuel. I am the broadcast voice of the Fuel, Andrew Smith. It's a bit of a somber edition and one that we weren't planning to bring you for a couple of months yet as the ECHL has called an end to the 2019-20 season due to the coronavirus outbreak that has affected not just the United States, not just Indiana, but really the entire world. And so ECHL Commissioner Ryan Creelan on Saturday night announced that this was a decision that does not come lightly. It's an emotional time for our players, coaches, teams, fans, and staff. But at this point in the season, there has been immense dedication and countless hours committed in moving towards what is traditionally the most exciting part of the hockey season. However, each passing day raises additional concerns for the safety of those in the ECHL community, and as we take precautionary measures in conjunction with our local authorities across the continent to prevent the spread of the coronavirus, it has become apparent that this is a prudent decision to cancel the season. Our game and our product are based on our fans and our ability to cheer on our favorite ECHL teams and players at one of our many buildings around the continent. And without that social environment and game atmosphere, the ECHL simply isn't the same. So with the announcement of the ECHL canceling the remainder of the 2019-20 season after 60 games for the Indy Fuel, the Fuel will be working with season ticket holders and ticket plan holders on appropriate action for the affected games, single game buyers can receive a refund through their point of purchase. The club will be communicating with season ticket holders, partners, and other affected parties with additional information very soon. The health and safety of our players and teams are of utmost importance to the league, and certainly the health and safety of our fans and players are of the most importance to the Fuel organization and... So this is an entirely new and fluid situation, and it just turned out that the course of action was to cancel the season. These are unprecedented circumstances. They're certainly not seen in the hockey world since the Spanish flu outbreak in 1919 that caused the cancellation of the Stanley Cup final after two games. And it's one we're all working through. Our health and safety is paramount. Personally, I want to thank all of you for joining us this season. Have loved seeing you and seeing the energy that you bring at the rink. I want to thank Coach Doug Christensen, the players, uh, and everything they brought to the rink every night. And I want to thank you, the fans. We are truly grateful for your support. I want to thank you uh, personally for uh, seeing us in the rink, always saying hi, bringing great energy each and every night, and also... For listening to the broadcasts, Nick Olchek and I are immensely grateful for your support, your listening, and also for your joining us on the Under the Hood podcast. Over the next few weeks and months, we're going to continue to bring you Under the Hood podcasts. And last summer, we had an eclectic variety of podcasts, and we'll hopefully do the same, bringing you a lot of different angles around the hockey world. But I wanted to set aside this one to remember the highlights from a memorable 2019-20 season and relive a lot of the good times. The Fuel entered a new era this season with the hiring of head coach Doug Christensen in 
the middle of last summer, and he immediately began retooling the roster, bringing in a number of experienced players, such as veteran Alex Crucial, Niski, and other players with a lot of ECHL games and American Hockey League games under their belt, such as Bobby McIntyre, Craig Wizemurski, Charles Williams, Joe Sullivan, Tim Shoup, Michael Doherty, Darian Plouffe, Keone Teixeira, Spencer Watson, and of course, Spencer was a familiar face returning to the fuel, as was... Matthew Thompson, who was named the captain at the beginning of the season. The Fuels year began on the road, and it began with a bang. On October 11th in Wichita, Indy built a quick 3 to nothing lead in the first 10 minutes as Spencer Watson and Matthew Thompson each scored twice, including two goals in 20 seconds in the first period to give Indy a 4-1 to advantage. Wichita came storming back to tie the game and send it to the first-ever seven-minute overtime in ECHL history. Darian Plouffe was the Fuel's Mr. Overtime this season, and he got it all started on opening night. He scored 433 into the extra session to give Indy a 5-4 victory. The next night, Carl Elmir scored a hat-trick of power play goals, setting a franchise record in a 6-2 victory over Kansas City. The Fuel scored a franchise record four power play goals in that contest. The home opener came October 25th as the defending Brabham Cup champion Cincinnati Cyclones came to visit. Jim Cornelison provided the fireworks to begin what would be a memorable season for the fuel. Michael Doherty then scored the fuel's first goal on home ice midway through the second period. Fuel win the draw. Rising puts it through traffic and scores! It broke through Hauser. Right off the faceoff, Jake Reisick shot it from the point. It was deflected in by Doherty as it got through Hauser and the fuel with a one to nothing lead on what appears to be Michael Doherty's first goal of the season off the deflection. And ends up going right between the legs of Michael Hauser. A faceoff win for the fuel in the offensive zone. Great faceoff won by Nathan Knoll. Ben Yalds added a power play goal and Nathan Knoll an empty netter, but the star was Charles Williams, who made 22 saves in his Indiana Farmers Coliseum debut. Comes out to the point for Goslin. Hilson went through traffic. Save made by Williams, and he got the rebound on Jesse Schultz, who tried to poke it past the pad from the doorstep. To Cody Soul, left point. Hilson went intentionally wide looking for Angeli. Out in front of shot. Great save made by Williams on Shaw Boomhauer. And we have a whistle with 3.53 to go. Here's one final shot. It comes late. The Fuel win it 3 to nothing. Charles Williams with the shutout. It's Charles Williams' night and the Indy Fuel's night. Williams makes 22 saves for his first shutout. As a member of the Fuel, they win it 3 to nothing. As always, Nick Olchak joined me for the calls on all of the Fuel's home games this season. The next night, Tim Shoup became the second fuel defenseman to score two goals in a game and set a team record with two in the same period of a 3-2 loss to the Cyclones. Collected, sent it to Krusiniski, out to Shoup. Center point, shoots and scores! Tim Shoup, his second goal of the night. This one from right inside the hash marks and the fuel lead it 2-1. How about Tim Shoup? Picks the same spot in which he scored the first goal of the game. And another goal, another contribution from a defenseman. They get a good forecheck in, and then they find the high man, Shoop, activating from the blue line. Doesn't just hang up by the blue line. One of the highlights of this season was the Fuel's dominance of one of the league's top teams, the Toledo Walleye. 
Indy was 7-2 against Toledo this season, including 4-1 and on home ice. It began on November 8th when Alex Krusheldiski's goal 18 seconds in led to a four-goal explosion and an early 4-0 lead in a 4-2 victory over the walleye. Nagel sends it along the near boards. It's tied up there by Gerdukas, and now Alexi tries to put it out in front, turns it over, shot, score! Puck stolen by Alex Krusheldiski in the slot, and he quickly turned and rifled one. Past Nagel, 18 seconds into the game. The Fuel have a one to nothing lead. Joe Sullivan made his debut that season, and he cashed in right away, beginning a theme that would continue throughout the year of Fuel players scoring in their debuts. Hensick and not in the faceoff. One by the Fuel coming in across the line. Knowles shoots. It's blocked up over the net. Plouffe tracks it down, puts it out in front looking for Noel. It's poked off a his stick. Not tracks it down along the right wing boards. Comes around to shoot left point into the high slot. Here's a shot to goal. The Fuel take a 3 to nothing lead on a turnaround shot by Joe Sullivan as the Fuel keep the play alive and a feed into the high slot for Sullivan playing his first game of the year. He turns, fires, and scores from the high slot. And in the final minute of the first period, the Fuel lead it 3 to nothing. Well, this whole play starts back at center ice. The faceoff that got brought out of the offensive zone comes to the neutral zone. Toledo actually won the faceoff, but it was a great jump off the draw by Plouffe and Sullivan. Got a two-on-one. Unfortunately, weren't able to get a shot on that, but they stayed with it. Work it back to the point, and a heck of a play at the point to be able to move it back to Sullivan, cutting across, and a heck of a shot that beats Nagel to the glove side. The next night, Jake Schultz, who was also making his Fuel debut, scored the game winner at a 4-1 victory over Cincinnati. The Fuel completed the three-game homestand on November 13th against Kansas City. It was a milestone night for two Fuel players, as Liam Coughlin and Dylan McLaughlin both scored their first professional goals in the first period. Leaves it for Youts, over to Krusheniski, left point. He'll send one through, traffic, Coughlin scores! The Fuel take a one nothing lead on a power play goal. Good puck movement, the shot from the point, and Liam Coughlin bats it past Schneider from the doorstep, and the Fuel lead at one nothing. Puck loose along the far boards. Rocco Carzo skates out of there with it, and headman's two center, broken up by McIntyre. The Fuel with a two-on-one. McLaughlin in all alone, scores! Dylan McLaughlin with his first professional goal. The Fuel lead at 2-1. Again, quick turnover. Bobby McIntyre's hustle forces it. He's from McLaughlin going into the Kansas City zone. He had a breakaway from the blue line in. McLaughlin rips it past Schneider. The fuel lead at 2-1. to one. And that is the third consecutive game in which a player playing in their first game scores their first goal with the fuel. Kansas City rallied, but Bobby McIntyre and Graham Knott hooked up in overtime for a 4-3 fuel victory and a three-game sweep of the homestand. Down to the point for Schudeman. He spins, gets to the high slot. He's tripped up, loses the puck. Here's an opportunity for the fuel. A breakaway for Bobby McIntyre with a game on his stick. He fires and scores! The fuel win it. Bobby McIntyre shot, broke through Schneider. It sat on the goal line. Graham Knott tucked it in. The Fuel win it 4-3 in overtime. A breakaway goal. Bobby McIntyre will get the assist. Graham Knott will get credit for the goal. The Fuel players all pour off the bench. 
The Fuel spent much of November on long road trips. In one nine-game stretch, the Fuel played in nine different cities, stretching from Jacksonville, Florida to Portland, Maine, and points in between, including one home game in Indy. It was the toughest stretch travel-wise for the Fuel and also hockey-wise of the season, as Indy dropped the first seven games of the swing, all in regulation, the first six by one goal. But Spencer Watson started something special during that streak. On November 16th, he tallied two assists in Greenville. It was the first of 15 consecutive games in which Watson would tally a point. The longest streak in fuel history and the longest in the ECHL this season. It lasted until December 20th, more than a month. He had eight goals and 12 assists for 20 points in that span. Watson continued the streak right after Thanksgiving, tallying two goals and an assist in a 6 to nothing annihilation of the Maine Mariners. Chase Marchand registered his first pro shutout that night. The next night, the Fuel capped the road trip with a 4-2 win in Worcester, setting the stage for a big December. On December 5th, the Fuel played the second of two home games against Cincinnati. Charles Williams made 31 saves and the Fuel won 2-1, despite being outshot 14-1 in the third period. Dylan McLaughlin's power play goal stood up as the winner. Watson leaves for Texera at the right point. He'll walk the line to the center point. Over to the left side for McLaughlin. He turns, shoots, and scores! Dylan McLaughlin with a wrist shot from the left wing circle. His second power play goal in as many games as the Fuel lead it 2-0. Great face-off. Great movement on the power play in the offensive zone. And another goal for the Fuel. This one's on the man advantage. Takshira to McLaughlin. Look at Coughlin. Right out in front of the net. And I'll tell you what, partner. If Coughlin's not there, Lukanen's got that puck. He's not going to let that pass him. Williams backed that up with a 32-save shutout and a 4 nothing victory at Kansas City five nights later. When the Fuel returned home December 12th, Spencer Watson continued his scoring streak to start the game. Poked away from Moffitt by Bobby McIntyre. Here's a two-on-one. Into the Toledo zone. McIntyre, center, shot, score! Spencer Watson coming up the right side. Takes the feed from Bobby McIntyre on a two-on-one. And Spencer Watson gives the Fuel a one-to-nothing lead. Well, first shot for the Fuel. First goal of the game. And it's Spencer Watson who keeps that red-hot stick going and a heck of a pass from Bobby McIntyre. He made the whole play at his own blue line with a good stick on Michael Moffitt. Blackhawks signee Mikhail Hockerinen joined the team for the weekend and he tallied his first pro goal late in the first period to give the Fuel a 3 to nothing lead. Keone Texera now back in his own zone against a two-man forecheck. Headmans to Router at the Toledo line. Into the left-wing circle. Centers for Hockerinen. One-timer score! The Fuel lead at 3 to nothing as Mikhail Hockerinen scores his first professional goal. And Indy with a three-goal lead. And again, this line has been making things happen all game long. And Hockerinen gets rewarded. A great feed from Router and the one-timer from Hockerine into the low slot gives Indy a three-goal lead. Oh, how about the pass from Alex Router right into the wheelhouse of Mikhail Hakarainen. Toledo rallied to tie the game, but again, it was Darian Plouffe to the rescue in overtime. Plouffe out to the point for Wisimirski. He'll walk the line, leave it for McIntyre, center point. 
Skates into the right wing circle. Cuts it on goal. Shoots. Save made. Rebound. Score! Darian Plouffe pops the water bottle. And the Fuel win it 4-3. to Christopoulos with a good save on the first opportunity. But the rebound came to Plouffe. And he roofed it over Christopoulos. The water bottle sitting along the far boards as Plouffe pops it with the shot. The Fuel win it 4-3. to Third overtime victory for the Fuel. The second overtime goal for Darian Plouffe. And a big victory for Indy. Bobby McIntyre, Creech, speed wide right around TJ Hensick. And then Darian Plouffe had to get that puck up. Had to put it into the upper half of the net because Christopoulos was taking away the whole lower portion of the goal. Doesn't get much prettier than that. Popping the water bottle off. Two nights later, December 14th, was one of the special nights of the calendar every year. Teddy Bear Toss Night. It took less than a minute for Joe Sullivan to score a big goal against Kalamazoo and bring out the Bears. Doug Christensen was able to send out fresh players. See if the field can capitalize here on the offensive zone faceoff. Joe Sullivan to take the draw for Indy. And it's tied up along the far board. Schmalls gets it in front. Sullivan scores! Here come the Teddy Bears. Just 59 seconds into the game. Joe Sullivan alone in front. Dangles to the backhand and stuffs it past Hildebrand. And the Fuel have a one nothing lead. Well, we talked about it. Want to get off to a good start. Not just because any time the Fuel have gotten off to a good start, they've gone on to have a successful game. But because you know these fans were ready and willing to let these teddy bears go. And ho-ho! Yes, sir. Look at this. It is a sea of bears on the ice. We collected 6,022 last year. And they're still raining down from the Raptors. After Kalamazoo tied the game at one, the fuel power play connected three consecutive times, two on five on threes, bridging the second and third periods en route to a 5-2 to two victory in front of 6,021 fans. It was a wild game that featured 86 minutes in penalties, including 57 on Kalamazoo. Texture at the right point. He walks the line. Takes it over to the left point, back to Watson. He'll skate into the right wing circle. Go low, back diagonal now to Teixeira. Through traffic, scores! Keone Teixeira with a seeing eye shot from the center point. Beats Hildebrand on the glove side. The fuel with a power play goal. Lead it 2-1. It may have been deflected on the way in as Nathan Knowles at the front of the line. It looks like it's going to be Knowles' goal. The fuel with a 2-1 lead as they answer quickly on the power play. It's that net front presence we talk about a lot. Hakarainen off the side of the net makes a beautiful pass back to Tashira. And you mentioned it, Nathan Knoll got the deflection right there. Standing in front. We talked about him early. Not an overly big guy at 5'11". But just having that net front presence and not allowing Hildebrand to clearly see the puck as he gets a beautiful direct redirection. Good hand-eye coordination as uh, some of the teddy bears continue to fly from the rafters. Comes out to McIntyre on the rebound. Left point. Over to Texera. Those two play pitch and catch. McIntyre in the center. Goes low. Scores! Mikhail Hocker right in with the power play goal. The fuel lead at 3-1. to one. 
a good look. Hockerinen along the goal line from a sharp angle. Put it behind Hildebrand into the far post netting in the fuel with a two-goal lead with a five-on-three power play goal. Well, that's how you draw it up. Bobby McIntyre manning the point on the five-on-three. He's going to get it on the pass from Tashira. Move it down low, and look at that. Hildebrand was caught way out on the top of his grease. Great screen in front as well from Nathan Knoll. He's been there all night long, and I don't think Hildebrand ever got a good look at it. Over to the far side, Watson working low to Hockerine in right wing corner. Three seconds to go, out to Watson, fires, scores! Spencer Watson from the hash marks in the slot, rips it high glove on Hildebrand, a power play goal, the fuel lead at 4-1, and Watson extends his scoring streak to 14 games, the longest in the ECHL this season. Spencer Watson, you could see on those power plays, his teammates were trying to get him the puck. They wanted him to keep this scoring streak going, and look at this shot. You got three players right in front. Kirker doing his job. Where's he? Right in front of the goaltender's eyes. Ben Wilson was there as well, and you could see the reaction from Spencer Watson. Indy went into the holiday break with back-to-back overtime wins. December 20th in Fort Wayne, and the next night at home against Toledo. The Fuel trailed 1-0 going into the third period when Dylan McLaughlin took advantage of open ice on a 4-on-4 situation with 8.47 to go. Fuel win the draw. Josh McArdle at his own line. Headmans to Coughlin. Across the Toledo line. Leaves it for McLaughlin. Pass a little bit behind him, but Dylan turns into the right wing circle. Shoots and scores! Dylan McLaughlin spins, fires, beats Christopoulos. Top corner. We're tied at one. There he is, big-time player for a big-time point in this game. Look at the spin move, avoiding a check. How about that quick little shift from his backhand to his forehand? Looks like he slid the puck right under the walleye stick to create a little bit of a different shooting angle. Toledo would tie the game, but Craig Wisimerski became the overtime hero. Leaves it out to the point, and a shot from Anselmini. Williams made the glove save. The puck tumbled out of his glove. Here's a feed for Ploof into the Toledo zone. He backhands from the right side. Save made. 40 seconds to go. And McIntyre on it. Here's a shot and a goal. Craig Wisimirski from the slot on the feed from Bobby McIntyre. And the Fuel win it. Craig Wisimirski, who was denied on a penalty shot earlier in the game, comes into the slot here. Rips one past Christopoulos. The Fuel perfect in overtime, and they go into the break on a high note with a 3-2 victory in overtime over the Walleye. The Fuel rung in 2020 with a January 2nd game against Cincinnati. After a tremendous goaltending duel between Charles Williams and Cincinnati's Uko Pekka Lukanen sent the game to overtime tied at one, Tim Shoup became the hero. 4-10 to go in overtime, Goslin at his own line. Stick handles across the Fuel logo, up to Derek Angelin. Looking for Schultz coming up the right side. It doesn't connect here. The Fuel with numbers the other way. Up the left side is Crucial Niski. Into the zone. Crucial Niski looks to center, takes it to goal. Shoup couldn't connect. Shoup gives the puck, shoots and scores! Tim Shoup on the rebound. Gives the Fuel a 2-1 overtime victory. Cincinnati's play didn't connect on one end. Crucial Niski hopped on the puck. It was a two-on-one, well played by the Cyclones. 
Centering pass for Shoup. Didn't quite connect, but Shoup stayed with a puck and roofed it over Lukanen to give the fuel. The 2-1 to victory over the first place Cincinnati Cyclones tonight. One of January's highlights was a three-game sweep in Toledo from January 4th to 11th. Dan Bacala, who joined the Fuel on New Year's Day, made 33 saves at a 5-2 victory to start the stretch, during which Spencer Watson tallied his 20th goal of the year. Alex Krushelniski had the shootout winner the following Friday, and then Alex Router's shorthanded goal lifted the Fuel to a three-goal lead and a 3-2 victory the following evening. Router was one of many midseason acquisitions who would play big dividends for the Fuel during the year. The Fuel were hit hard by call-ups and injuries in mid-January and had dropped two straight games before Nemesis Wheeling came to town on January 18th. It was Blackhawks night, and it was the biggest crowd of the season and the fifth largest in Fuel history, 6,412 fans jamming the Indiana Farmers Coliseum to see this contest. Liam Coughlin gave the Fuel an early lead with maybe the season's most spectacular goal. 7.40 7.40 to go in the first period. The Nailers try to head man into the line, but a good stick by Rizek turns it over to Doherty. Across the line to Coughlin. Coughlin stick handles through a D, takes to the forehead. He shoots and scores. What a move by Liam Coughlin. The Fuel lead at one to nothing as he went right through the wickets of a defenseman. Found himself all alone in front of Dorio. Got him down and roofed it over the Nailers goaltender. Indy leads at one to nothing. Well, this goal happens even before... These, this new line came out onto the ice. It was Darian Plouffe who didn't have a play. It was going to be a one-on-three. So what did he do? He dumped the puck in, allowed his fresh teammates to come onto the ice. And Liam Coughlin with a beautiful move right between the legs of the defenseman. And he goes forehand, backhand, and he stays with it. Picks up his own rebound, it looked like, and puts it upstairs. And a huge goal here for the fuel to take the lead. Craig Wisimerski and Christian Horn scored twice in a 73-second span of the second period to give Indy a 3-0 lead in an eventual 4-1 victory. Behind the net for Cam Brown. Brown harassed by Carl Elmir, turns it over. Here's a one-timer by Ramsey from the hash marks on the right side. He misses the net high. After good work by Elmir and Router. Router gives Minerva a bump. Ramsey tries to dig the puck free. Router does. Behind the net to Ramsey. Pops out the left side, out to the point. Wisimerski walking the line, sends one, Goldward scores! Craig Wisimerski with a wrist shot for the point, gives the Fuel a 2 to nothing lead. Well, Jack Ramsey had an opportunity, a 10-bell chance on a one-timer pass from down low in the slot just seconds earlier. Great puck recovery from Jack Ramsey. And it was one of the wheeling nailers who was going out to block the shot. That was Yushiro Hirano. He falls, opening up that lane to the net for Craig Rizmierski. And look who was camped out in front, Alex Router. If he's not there screening the goaltender and not allowing him to see the puck cleanly, that puck never gets to the back of the net. Great shot, great play all the way around. And finally, it's dug out of there by the Nailers, but a back diagonal pass doesn't connect with Hawkins, thanks to a pretty good stick from Christian Horn. Comes all the way back into the wheeling ends. Spencer Trapp gets a stick stuck in the boards. McIntyre takes it, puts it out in front for Christian Horn. He scores. The Fuel lead at 3 to nothing. The friendly ring provides a great bounce for the Fuel, forces a turnover, and Christian Horn takes advantage for his first goal as a member of the Fuel 
Two quick goals for Indy. It's three to nothing. Yeah, it's taken Christian Horn three games to get his first goal. And the puck was rimmed around the boards. And Spencer Trapp goes to stop the puck. And his stick gets caught in between the boards. Those are the Zamboni doors where the Zamboni comes in and out of. So there's little gaps in the boards to allow them to open up. His stick got caught. He had to drop it because he was unable to pull it out. And a fortuitous bounce. We've seen a lot of crazy bounces from the puck in this game off the boards. And a fortuitous play there for the Fuel and a big-time goal. His first as a Fuel player. A few more midseason acquisitions would bolster the Fuel lineup as Matthew Fogut, Cliff Watson, and Ryan Van Strahlen joined the Fuel in two separate trades the week of January 20th. They immediately made their presence felt in a 6-1 to victory over Atlanta on January 25th. Josh McArdle got the scoring started with his first goal in more than a calendar year. Van Strahlen cycles it in behind the net to Fogut. A little further along to Nathan Knoll. He'll pop up the left half wall, take it out of the point, drop it for McArdle. He skates in, shoots and scores! Josh McArdle, 54 seconds into the game. The Fuel lead at 1-0 on Josh McArdle's first goal in 14 months. And the alternate captain of the Fuel gives Indy an early lead. Well, you couldn't have asked for a better start for the Fuel so far this season. Atlanta Gladiators with a minus three goal differential in the first period. Great little play by Nathan Knoll. Skating up towards the point, leaving it for Mercardo, who then activates. And you'll love to see Matthew Fogut, not the biggest guy, but at the net front, creating that screen. If he's not there, Nell probably makes that save. But a heck of a shot, short side, and you couldn't have asked for a better start for the fuel. Ryan Van Strahlen became a power play machine for the Fuel, scoring six power play goals after joining the team, including the first midway through the second period, giving the Fuel the lead for good, assisted by the two other newcomers, Cliff Watson and Matthew Fogut. Indy controls the draw. Cliff Watson backhands it to Fogut along the right wing half wall. He'll bring it out to the point. 140 to go on the power play. Works a low for Van Strahlen. Centers, fire, scores! Van Strahlen tried to center. The puck was blocked right back to him. And then he roofed it over now. Ryan Van Strahlen with a power play goal for the second consecutive game. The Fuel lead a 2-1. to one. Oh, Ryan Van Strahlen, a guy that we just talked about. The shift right before that goal. He took it to the net. Fogut's going to get it. He's going to come in, play the puck down low. And that goal line play, he was looking for either Noel in front as he's going to pop out. That puck goes down low. Noel pops out or Router at the back door. And it went right off the stick of Zach Malatesta, came right back. And by the time the puck originally left the stick of Van Strahlen, Nell was expecting that pass to go across crease. And he couldn't get back to the short side in time. And a perfect play by Van Strahlen as he gets the rebound off the defenseman's stick. The Fuel then poured it on from there in one of their most impressive home wins of the year. Now it's turned over by Marchin to Spencer Watson. Takes it down Mitri. He scores! What a move! Spencer Watson forcing the turnover, taking it to goal, beating Nell, picking the top corner on the blocker side. Spencer Watson's 21st goal of the year gives the Fuel a 3-1 to lead. Conway ahead to the Fuel line. Puck dropped for Malatesta, but Plouffe takes it away from him. Two-on-one developing for Indy. Watson across the line. Drops it for Plouffe. Into the left circle. Over to Watson. He shoots and scores. Spencer Watson with a textbook finish on the two-on-one. His second goal of the night. The Fuel lead at 5-1. to one. 
giving go hockey. Back along the right half wall for Watson. He'll bring it back out. Texera center point. Bobby McIntyre top of the left circle to Texera. One timer goes high. Rebound drops to Liam Coughlin at the side of the net. He scores the fuel lead at six to one. Liam Coughlin with a power play goal. The friendly glass provides a goal as Texera's shot went over the net. It hit a stanch and dropped right at the side of the net to Liam Coughlin. The early part of February ushered in another five-game winning streak for the Fuel, starting with a February 1st game against Toledo. Jake Schultz began things by settling a score from earlier in the season, standing up for teammate Alex Krusielniski. Jake Schultz and Mike Moffat have the gloves off. Moffat was the guy who delivered the hit earlier in the season, the last time these two teams played, that knocked out Alex Krusielniski, and now... They engage. Schultz lands a right. Schultz another. Moffat tries to counter. They've got each other tied up with the left hands. Schultz with an uppercut. Schultz with a right. The helmet comes off. Schultz lands two, three, tries to land another. Moffat tries to get one in. Schultz with a roundhouse right. They both go down. And there we go. We had a feeling it was coming as Schultz and Moffat were on the ice together to start the game. You figure you get it out of the way on the first shift. Moffat stands up, answers for his hit against Krusielniski a couple of weeks back. That's why Schultz is here, one of the reasons. And Moffat does a good job standing up for himself. And Jake Schultz stands up for his teammate. And 22 seconds in, that is settled. And you can tell those two are kind of staying close to each other the whole first shift. And as soon as Indy got the puck across the red line, the gloves went off and it was time for those guys to take care of things loads of respect for both of those players jake schultz his role is to stick up for his teammates drop the gloves when is necessary and this is one of those necessary moments spencer watson gave the fuel a lead in the third after josh winquist tied it for toledo cliff watson quickly untied it puck fed to ploof across the line into the left wing corner in behind the toledo net pops out the right side ploof to rising one-timer on goal, save made a rebound, tumbling around in the slot. Players diving all over for it. Wraparound score! The Fuel retake the lead as Cliff Watson finds the puck below the goal line. As everybody was trying to dive for it in the slot, Watson found it, took it all the way around the net, and stuffed it on the short side past Christopoulos, who didn't have the post sealed. And just like that, the Fuel have responded and they lead it 3-2. to two. It's another one of our intermission guests that comes through when it matters most. Cliff Watson with a great read. The Fuel went on to win that game 3-2. to two. Held in by Crom along the near boards. He takes a nice bump but stays on the play. Takes the fella backhand from the top of the crease. Williams makes a big save for the Fuel. And Indy clears it out to center. Wismerski gets the puck. Ahead to... Bluff, he can't get it out. Spinozzi hops on the bottom of the right circle, shoots from a sharp angle. Williams with a save. Rebound sprayed into the corner with two, with one. Moffat with one final chance. He can't get a shot off before the heart sounds. The Fuel win it 3-2 to two over the Toledo Walleye. The seventh win in eight games for the Fuel over the Walleye this season. And in the inches, just a little bit closer to Fort Wayne and Toledo. The two teams just ahead of them in the standings. A big win for the Fuel. Three nights later, Matthew Fogut scored twice in a 3-2 victory over the Cincinnati Cyclones. Gets it free of Watson, but not to Jake Reisick. His outlet pass is knocked back along the inboards, but Reisick again collects. 
up the far side of the tape of Router to Matthew Fogan across the line, beats the knee, takes to the backhand and scores. Matthew Fogan gives the fuel a two to nothing lead on a great feed from Alex Router. He got a step on the D from the blue line in, was able to go to the backhand, beat Phillips, and give the fuel a two to nothing edge. Coming into this game, Alex Router was on a four game heater, a four game point streak. Came in with three goals and two assists. And we're not even halfway through the first period. He's already got a goal and an assist. And an outstanding slick move, forehand, backhand by Matthew Fogut. Take nothing away from him, but a beautiful little slip pass to the middle. Fogut went in all alone. And Jamie Phillips unable to move from his left to his right quick enough. As Fogut goes forehand, backhand, top cheese. Bucks in ahead, Derek Angeli tried an indirect pass to push it past Teixeira who sends it forward, but the Cyclones intercepted the fuel line. However, a play by Josh McArdle turns it back over and neutralized into the zone. McArdle centers for Fogan. He scores! Matthew Fogan roofs one on a one-timer from the low slot on the feed from Josh McArdle. The fuel lead at 3-1 to one on Matthew Fogan's second goal of the game. Still the defenseman getting it done for the fuel. This time it's Josh McArdle. Great step up in the neutral zone. And Jamie Phillips is sitting shot the whole way. He is expecting Josh McArdle to shoot this puck. And instead, last second, he sends it back for Matthew Fogut, who buries that one with no mistake. He had pretty much half the net wide open before Phillips could get across. Great play by McArdle. The defensemen continue to be the offensive igniters for the fuel. Two-goal lead for Indy. The Fuel hosted Tulsa on February 7th. With the game tied 1-1, Joe Sullivan and Bobby McIntyre struck 17 seconds apart in the third period. In behind the net, Teixeira settles it down. Gets the first pass past the four-checker. McArdle, indirect pass to the line. Catches Sullivan. Sullivan takes it to the bottom of the circle, takes it to goal, and he gets it through the five-hole. He scores! Joe Sullivan takes it to goal, went all the way across the face of the goal, and poked it through the five hole. It broke through Williams. It trickled across the line. And Joe Sullivan is given the fuel a two to one lead. I'll tell you what, I know who I want on my billiards team. That's Josh McCardle. It was an outstanding stretch pass, a bank pass from his own zone to the neutral zone for Joe Sullivan, who just then exploded right to the net. Backhand, forehand, five hole. Fuel win the offensive zone draw. Spencer Watson takes it behind the net. Tries a wraparound and scores! Spencer Watson with a sneaky backhand as he took it behind the net. Put it in front. Bobby McIntyre tipped it home. It'll be McIntyre's goal. The Fuel with a 3-1 lead. Indy added three empty net goals en route to a 6-2 victory. After a win in Kalamazoo, the Fuel concluded their five-game streak with a victory against Fort Wayne. The Fuel trailed 2 to nothing in the first period, but some good goaltending by Dan Bacala set the stage for a comeback. Headman to McKenzie, he's got a clear breakaway, fires Bacala with a right pad save. Here's a shot from Rimsha, blocked by the sliding, diving Darian Plouffe, and now another shot put wide by Redekop from the bottom of the right-wing circle. Brett McKenzie into the crease, where... Texera is able to spray it back out to the point, but not out. Redekop again in front. The fuel can't find it. And here's a shot from on the doorstep by Rimsha. Dan Bacala says no. He makes a save and holds on for a whistle. 
Bacala had to make a couple of huge saves, starting with a breakaway on Brent McKenzie, who came in all alone, just tried to shoot, and Bacala got the pad on it. Matthew Fogut and Michael Doherty scored to tie the game. Nick Olchek, the fuel with a good response. They didn't score on the last shift, but good zone time, good pressure, forcing a lot of turnovers, and making Cole Kaler's life a little bit difficult the fuel with the last five shots in this game. Since that second goal, the fuel with a great shift. We talk about the importance of a good shift after a goal four, especially after a goal against, to try and break up that momentum, stop it for Fort Wayne, and get some on your side. It's exactly what the fuel were able to do on that last shift. Yes, they didn't score, but they're putting a lot of pressure on it. If you continue to do that, you will eventually just get a goal. Matthew Fogut to take the draw right wing circle offensive end. Play back to the point. Jake Rizek scores! Rizek fires a wrist shot from the right point that got through Kaler, and the Fuel have sliced the deficit to 2-1. to one. It may have been deflected in front, and this looks like it might be Matthew Fogut's goal. Gottlieb hops on the puck. He takes a big bump from Sullivan. Able to advance it to the line, but not out. Brooks to Doherty. Into the slot. Fires and scores! Alex Brooks with a steal. Feeds Doherty in between the hash marks. He rips one high stick side on Cole Kaler and the Fuel have rallied to tie this one at two as Michael Doherty scores his third goal in less than 24 hours. Michael Doherty from start to finish tonight has been an impact player. And then the Fuel seized control. Rizek out to Krushelniski. It's tipped forward. The Fuel with a two-on-one, maybe a three-on-one developing. Noel across the line. Up the right side. Takes to the backhand. He scores! Nathan Noel goes high glove right under the bar on Cole Taylor and the Fuel lead it 3-2. to two. The takeaway in their own zone as defense leads to offense for the Indy Fuel and just a beautiful forehand backhand maneuver from Nathan Noel. It was a two-on-one situation. It's going to develop from their own blue line, really a three-on-one. And because the defenseman, Jason Binkley, played the pass, he came over so far to Alex Krushelniski going on the back door. That allowed a clear lane to the net for Nathan Knoll. Gottlieb stick handles past one, but he can't get it past Jake Rizek. Good stick with a poke check, and then Rizek self-pass up to the left circle. He fires, scores! Jake Rizek with a great individual play as he took the puck away at his own line with a great poke check. Self-pass to the Fort Wayne line. Took it to the slot and roofed it over. Kaler, the fuel lead it 4-2. It's another defenseman creating offense. Over to the center point, Cliff Watson. Tips it over to the far side. Watson now gets to it and scores! Cliff Watson from the point of the power play. It was deflected on the way in by Ryan Van Strahlen. After spending much of the month of February on the road, the Fuel returned home on February 18th to face the Fort Wayne Comets on Education Day. The Comets kept taking leads, the Fuel kept rallying back, but the day belonged to Ryan Van Strahlen as he netted a hat trick, the Fuel's second of the season. Dale skate through center with speed up the left side, goes wide, fires on goal, save, made a rebound, loose at the crease. Poked right back into the goaltender, and it's in! Michael Doherty was chopping at the puck, and it somehow got through the goaltender, Kaler, and in the fuel of tight it back up. It's 4-4 as Ryan Van Strahlen has the hat trick. 
The Fuel went on to drop that game 5-4, to four, but Darian Plouffe had a big night in Kalamazoo three days later, tallying two goals and two assists, including a late game-tying goal in the third period, and then the winner in overtime to beat the K-Wings 5-4 to four and snap a four-game skid. The teams played a return game on February 28th at the Coliseum. Dan Bakula had a big night, stopping 36 shots, but Kalamazoo's Jake Hildebrand matched him save for save in a double shutout. To Justin Kovacs hitting the trailer, looking for the tip from Sanford, and Dan Bakula robs him in front as Sanford was on the doorstep on a weak side shorthanded bid. And now the K-Wings get in behind the D, Blaney, and all alone, and Bakula with a save in the breakaway. Justin Taylor, rink-wide pass for Tevis across the fuel line. Tevis, top of the left wing circle for Taylor on goal. Bakula with a glove save, and he holds on. Taylor tried to tip it high, and Bakula plucked it out of the air and gets a whistle with 2.48 to go in overtime of a scoreless game between the Indy Fuel and Kalamazoo Wings. If you bought a ticket to tonight's game or if you're viewing and listening to this broadcast, I mean, you have been thoroughly entertained, and I can't remember a more entertaining game without a single goal in it. Than right- the K-Wings would win that game 1-0 in a shootout, but the Fuel were back the next night against Greenville. Trailing 3-2 going into the third period, they struck twice in 16 seconds to flip the score. Watson feeds to Router, takes to the slot, fires and scores! Alex Router ties the game at three as he took an indirect feed from Spencer Watson, gained the zone with speed, took it right to goal, and ripped it past Helvig for his second goal of the game. And a big one for the Indy Fuel as we're all knotted up. Well, I think it's safe to say that Alex Router is back. He has had himself a heck of a game. Watch this little move. Out wide right, cut to the middle. He cuts through two Greenville Swamp Rabbit players, a back checker and a defenseman. And he beats Jeremy Helvig to the blocker side all in one motion. He didn't stick candle. He made the move. He got the quick shot away, and the Fuel tied it. Fuel right back to action. Sullivan sends one through the slot. Couldn't find a friendly stick. Held in by Jack Ramsey at the right point. Here's a turnaround. Shot to goal! The Fuel take a 4-3 lead as the puck was ripped from the top of the right wing circle right through Helvig by Joe Sullivan. And just like that, two goals in 16 seconds. The Fuel have taken the lead back at 4-3. What a start to the period. Joe Sullivan shot through a mess of bodies. He's the one that starts this play. Takes it wide, throws it to the net. Can't connect on the pass to Cliff Watson. Kept in at the point. Joe Sullivan works himself wide into an open area. And launches this puck at the net. I think that's a goal Jeremy Helvig is going to want to have back. He had a decent look at it. Not a great look, but a decent look. Just a lot to love there for Joe Sullivan. I think he's had a whale of a game. The Fuel went on to win that game 4-3. to three. The Swamp Rabbits turned the tables the next day by the same score. Indy closed up its home schedule on March 5th and 6th with a pair of games. On March 5th, Wheeling came to town in a game that appeared to have important playoff implications. The Nailers took an early 1-0 lead until Craig Wismerski unleashed a cannon. Michael Doherty gave the Fuel a lead, and then Bobby McIntyre set up Spencer Watson for a spectacular goal in the second. 
Hirano putting one on goal from a sharp angle, and it's fought off by Bacala. Here comes Bobby McIntyre the other way. Stick handles one on three. Feeds into the middle for Watson. He fires and scores. Spencer Watson gives the fuel a three to one lead with his 29th goal of the season off a great play by Bobby McIntyre coming up the right side and sweeping the puck to Watson on the doorstep for goal number 29 and more importantly to give Indy a two goal lead. We'll talk about desperation. What a diving play by Bobby McIntyre as he makes a quick little step move to the middle. Outside to inside while being brought down by Renardus Krastenbergs on the back check. He dives for that puck, slings it over to Spencer Watson, and I love what Spencer does. All in one motion, catch and shoot. And he beats Larmy over the glove hand. But the night belonged to Tim Soderlund, who had two goals and two assists, scoring twice in the third period and also setting up Joe Sullivan's tally, leading to a 6-2 fuel victory. So Van Strahlen will take the offensive zone draw. Comes into the slot for Soderlund. He fires and scores! Tim Soderlund, his first ECHL goal and the fuel lead at 4-1. Well, right off the offensive zone faceoff, Ryan Van Strahlen tries to shoot this puck off of the draw. And... With doing so, it gets a piece of the nailer sentiment. There's the shot, and the rebound just comes right to Tim Soderlund. Johnny on the spot. Puck pinballing around as our bodies at center. It comes free to Wisimerski at his own line. Across the wheeling line, drops for Soderlund. He drops for Sullivan. He skates in, fire save, made rebound, score! The fuel will take a 5-1 to one lead as Joe Sullivan hops on a rebound. After another nice play by Tim Soderlund and the Fuel have scored twice in the third period and they have blown it open. It's 5-1. to Since Stakoff went out to the point to Wisimerski, tees up a slap shot, deflected in by Tim Soderlund. The Fuel score and take a 6-2 to lead. Wow. Have yourself a game. Tim Soderlund, two goals and two assists tonight. He was in the low slot. Wisimerski teed up a slap shot at Soderlund. Deflected it into the top shelf. A four-point night for the rookie. And he's scoring and creating in all different ways. What turned out to be the final home game of the season came March 6th against Toledo. It was a fantastic game that saw Toledo take three leads and the Fuel answer each time, including a quick response by Bobby McIntyre in the first period. Now here's a feed ahead of Bobby McIntyre. He's got to step on the knee. He has a breakaway, takes to the backhand. He scores! Bobby McIntyre, just like that, ties this game up at one as he sprung on a breakaway, got behind the knee, deked it to the backhand and beat Christopoulos to the left side. And the Fuel have this one knotted up just 25 seconds after McLeod had given Toledo the lead. Well, how often do we talk about the importance of a shift after a goal for and especially after a goal against? And Bobby McIntyre was off to the races. Spencer Watson scored his 30th goal of the year, tying Josh Shalas franchise record for goals in a season to not the game at three in the second. Top of the right wing circle, Watson back to Texera. He sends one through, traffic save made, rebound to left side of the crease. Fought for, Fogut collects, takes it into the left corner. Five seconds to go in the power play. Fogut works it low, Ramsey takes it to the forehand, save made, rebound, score! Spencer Watson 
scores his 30th goal of the season. A power play goal for Spencer Watson, and we're tied at three. Well, Jack Ramsey makes a play that Ryan Van Stralen has perfected. So this time you have the goal line look on the other side. Ramsey shifts his backside towards the middle of the ice to protect that puck as he tries to go backhand forehand. He's going to get it, and he's trying to shoot that puck, and it just rolls right off of his stick and right onto the stick of Spencer Watson. Josh Kessner, who had finished the season leading the ECHL in scoring with 33 goals, tallied his 31st of the season to give Toledo a 4-3 victory, but not after a furious fuel push in the closing minutes. We didn't know then that the curtain would fall on the season less than a week later. The Fuel had one more game, a Wednesday night in Kalamazoo, that saw Dan Bacala stop 33 shots and Spencer Watson score his 31st goal on the power play in a one to nothing victory. The league suspended the season the following day and canceled the remainder of the year two days later. While we're beyond disappointed, the Fuel couldn't finish out the 72-game schedule and complete in the Kelly Cup playoffs. It was a tremendous year for the Fuel as they built a foundation that will serve the team and the franchise well as it looks to the future, and we can't wait for that future. Spencer Watson not only broke the team record for goals, he also did so for power play goals and points. With 11 power play goals, and 24 points on the power play, his 11 goals leading the league. Keone Teixeira also set fuel records with 18 assists and 21 points by a defenseman on the power play. And for Keone, those are both team records, and he, for the second year in a row, led the league in power play points by a defenseman. Spencer Watson also tied a team record with five game-winning goals, and Darian Plouffe set a team record with three overtime goals this season. It was a successful year for the Fuel, even though it was cut just a little bit short. The goaltenders pitched five shutouts, two each by Dan Bacala and Charles Williams, and one by Chase Marshot. And we witnessed 31 great nights of hockey at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum, and we're already looking forward to the 2020-2021 season, which will be here sooner than we realize. I can't wait to spend those 36 nights at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum with you coming up this fall. Let's enjoy the offseason and get ready for another year of Indy Fuel Hockey. As noted, we'll bring you a number of Under the Hood podcasts, both in the coming days and weeks, recapping the 2019-20 season with various fuel personnel. And we'll bring in a bunch of fuel personnel as well as some Indianapolis hockey personnel, some blasts from the past, historical figures, and a number of interviews over the summer. We're going to have a lot of fun on the Under the Hood podcast. It's always hockey season here on Under the Hood, and we're always thinking pucks here on Indy Fuel Hockey and with Indy Fuel Hockey. Thanks for joining us for this season retrospective of the 2019-20 season. And thanks for joining us all year at the rink, on the broadcast, and on the Under the Hood podcast. I am the broadcast voice of the fuel, Andrew Smith. Enjoy your summer. We'll see you at the rink. Thanks for going Under the Hood with the Indy Fuel. For more... 
keep visiting IndyFuelHockey.com.